Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah, you play this one where you got a few drinks in you. You're celebrating your hometown. And one of your own have been re-signed. Boston, stand up. W-E-E-I late night. KJ and Raphael Devers could be here for another 12 years. Finally, one of the homegrown get to stay. What I've been screaming all along, why grow the corn if you can't eat it? 11 years. This is an extension, according. Remember, you got the one-year extension yesterday to avoid arbitration. So 11 years starting in 2024. 331 with an AAV of about 33 million a year. That's a steal. And here's a bigger thing. Now, it's not to, you know, drop poop in the middle of this popcorn that we're celebrating eating and having the beer and listening to peace of mind. Is that there's no trade clause in Raphael Devers contract. All the advantage is with the Red Sox. So first, Hats off to Hein Blue. Because up until this point, the only real money spent by the organization was for Trevor's story. And that was heading towards a, oh gosh, is this where we're going to? So does this team become better because of what happened today? No. Does the team become more desirable now to free agents? Yes. And this is what I've I've said when I've got on Red Sox stuff in here and, and for, I don't know, for maybe a year and a half. If you can show other free agents that you're willing to take care of your own, then they'll believe that you will take care of them financially. Right now, I, I think there's probably some form of loyalty that allowed Rafi to take the 33 a year. Still good. I, I And I'm sure other teams probably would have paid more. But I think understanding and maybe enough of my screaming, maybe maybe they'll slip something in my mailbox here, Joe, at work. KJ, there's a little note for you. Thank you for the motivation. Have you ever thought about going the Tony Robbins route? <laughs> but seriously, I think after Xander walked and nothing came back, there was really only one solution for fans, and that was Raphael Devers has to be a commitment, the benchmark the reason why 
the shared stories, the last piece really of the World Series team has to stay. Has to stay. Here's Bob Nightingale on Major League Baseball tonight talking about, look, this deal for Devers may get Bloom off the hot seat. I think it really does. Remember now, I mean, how Bloom is spotting orders? If the uh, Red Sox owners, you know, had come out and said, hey, spend as much money as you want, they would have done it. But they've lost a lot of players over the years just not wanting to spend that. Obviously, Haim Bloom is not writing this paycheck. It's the uh, the ownership uh, with John Henry and Tom Warner. So I, I think Haim Bloom is, gets unfair criticism because he was hired kind of to uh, rebuild a farm system and uh, build that thing slowly and not throw out money to free agents. So, you know, hey, Dave Dombrowski had his style. Obviously, Dave's style works, you know, fabulously. And now they're trying to see if they can do it the Haim Bloom style. Yeah, and, and, and let's be honest. The jury's still out, but right now, Bloom is the girl who used to mercifully beat me up at the bus stop. Name Alice. I won't say her last name, because then we get into probably some legal issues. But every day, Alice would look in my face, and, and, and let's call it what it was. I was a very meek child. I wasn't bullyish. I wasn't, I just always had a smart mouth. It's probably why I work where I do. And I probably said something smart to Alice that made some people laugh. Wait, you're telling me your mouth got you in trouble? Who would have thunk that? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> there's no parent to blame. That's how much I love my parents. It's neither one of their faults. However, at this bus stop, Alice, I almost said her last name, would just rock my world, just destroying me. Slap the books down, the whole nine and everything. I would never cry, but I have to figure. I'd have to figure out something clever to keep all that intense noise of Alice off of me. Maybe I'm going to therapy now and and saving money. Then I got smart one day. You know what I did? I kissed Alice on the lips. And Alice wasn't a cute girl. And when I kissed her on the lips, suddenly she wanted to play house. Hey, I have a blanket. You want to come down and play? I was like, if if it means me not getting beat up. No, I'm I'm totally kidding. But my point in terms of Hein Bloom is what he's just done has kissed Alice, and Alice has been the fan base, right? Because the Red Sox are not any better today than they were two days ago when they hadn't re-signed him. So Hein realized that, hey, if I just real quick and get a no-trade clause in there and get a guy who's contract if it goes all the way through is still only 37 right at major league baseball like was guriel for the for the astros he's now 38 <laughs> so i could get rafael devers for however many years if it starts to go south the power is in my control but still the fan base has been kissed big wet Juicy one, you leave your books in the water over this one, folks. Because now there's nothing to beat up Heim Bloom about. Well, yet. So I give it to Heim Bloom for pulling the old KJ. I said, look, if this guy can't keep Devers or doesn't get Otani, it would be like ball game over him. He he would be he would have his own thirty for thirty. But now, by showing that he's willing to spend on something that matters, 
not thinking about, well, what's the value according to other people and so forth and everything. He got a great deal. And I've come to this belief that it may be easier to negotiate with international players than it is with the U.S. bread player. See, because when we think about what numbers they're going to get and so forth and everything, unless the international player is Scott Boris. That's the other part of it. Scott Boris will do all that translation into you need to get more money. But I think if he can avoid Scott Boris and have great conversations with international players that want to come here, then I don't think going after Otani in 2024 is now out of the realm. It may not have to cost $500 million. I think when we think of those numbers, we think of, hey, what would Aaron Judge get? Or what would Mike Trout get? But you just don't know what the international player thinks if they see $400 million versus, oh, it should be nothing less than $500 million. I mean, I was surprised at the number because I thought it would have been like for the year commitment. Because as you said, 26, he might be looking for something like for 40. So this could have been like a 14-year deal he was looking for. Well, the fact 40, it was 11 is impressive. Well, 40 is a fair number, I thought, for Raphael Devers. But this is where I think the Americanism of, of me and the capitalistic society of me says he should be getting 40. But 33 can be enough for him. For sure, because clearly it is. Yeah, and the and the free agency has shown us that like players want to get paid until they're like ready to retire. So I thought Devers would have gone down that route and would have wanted to get paid until he was forty or ready to hang it up. Well, you know, I, I would be very leery of giving anybody a fourteen, fifteen year deal, right? Like if you say, okay, we you want to give him a deal till he's forty, that's just something as an organization I could not do, knowing that in the history of man outside of Barry Bonds. Does a guy get better in this game as he gets older in terms of like speed, quickness, power, all those things diminish. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, it's like you throw a rock up in the air. Gravity says it's going to come down. Bonds is just the only one who just kind of defied that a little bit, a little bit. Here's Jake Peavy on MLB tonight talking about the necessity for the Red Sox to get this deal done with Devers. I think it's the best deal of the winter. If he would have been on the free agent market, I can make an argument that he is the most touted guy on that market amongst the names that were out there this year. At 26 years old, you now have a future for the next 11 years in Boston that you're excited about because you have a cornerstone to build around. That's exactly what I was saying, and I didn't even watch Major League Baseball tonight. See, the whole thing about signing Raphael Devers isn't about what the record will be this year. It's still going to be what it is. But who's going to be willing to come? Big Bats want to know that there's another bat in the lineup that's not going to have everybody, you know, intentionally walking everybody get to him, get past him. So now you have a bat that other bats, other players can say, I want to put myself next to that situation. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. But does this change anything for this season? I think it puts butts in seats, I'll tell you that. Well, butts in seats were going to be there. You know, if you always you you if you if you really believe that people say I'm not going to go, there's someone who's going to say, "Guess what? We can go." <laughs> Hey, there's tickets available, right? There's, 
You know, their, I love to take that route. Just wait till the last minute. Tickets are at their <laughs> lowest prices. Yeah, Go after lot, it. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that Gen Z is really working on a limited budget right now. They're they are trying to figure their way out in the world of finance and living and everything. And if you give an opportunity for that ticket to be cheaper, they don't care about your your moralistic view about what you are or aren't going to do. Of course we don't. Yeah. Guess what? I have a secret. Neither did millennials, neither did Gen X. <laughs> Maybe the baby boomer, and even the baby boomer was a little bit questioning, like, okay, you're the one screaming, give peace a chance in the 60s, but you're the, also the one who's saying greed is good in the 80s. So look, I've always said everybody's an idealistic person until the Mercedes and the home and the picket fence and family become available. Things kind of change. And for the Red Sox, this kind of changes things because at least you know Who's going to be on the team at least in 2024? Because I think that was the ultimate worry. Like, damn. If they can't keep Rafi, who is who is going to be here next? Can you can no, there's no knock against Trevor's story yet, but it's like are you would you were you gonna be ready for like get ready for your 2024 Red Sox with Justin Turner and Trevor Story and Kike Hernandez? You'd be like, damn, I just go to Worcester. That's harder to get tickets to their games. So good on Bloom for kissing the bully. Because for a lot of people, and I don't want to say me included, because I started to come to the, the, the realization like, okay, at what point does Heim play the long game because the short game isn't working, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like Patriots offense. But look, it's like, how can you show this fan base something without them feeling like nothing is coming down the pike. And this did that today. You kiss me again, Joe, we're fighting. I'm totally kidding. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Do you feel better about the Red Sox now that you know that Raffy's going to be here for another 12 years? It's time to trend with Joe Baver. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, as we've been talking about here, Rafael Devers will remain a part of the Red Sox for the foreseeable future. According to the sources, the star third baseman has agreed to an 11-year, $331 million extension, which is the longest and largest deal in Red Sox history. This comes a day after both sides agreed to avoid arbitration with a one-year, $17.5 million deal. As of right now, the Patriots and Bills are still scheduled for 1 p.m. on Sunday with the Pats facing a win-and-in scenario. Devontae Parker was back at practice after missing the last three weeks with a concussion. He was limited along with Jacoby Myers, Jonathan Jones, and Jalen Mills. Marcus Jones and Jonu Smith, both dealing with concussions, did not practice. For the Bills, it was a clean slate except for one player. Defensive back Taron Johnson was limited with a concussion. The Celtics and Bruins both return to action tomorrow night. For the Bees, they'll start a three-game road trip in L.A. against the Kings. However, they'll embark on their California trip without Jake DeBrusque. The team's second-leading goal scorer sustained an injury during the Winter Classic on Monday. DeBrusque scored the game-tying and winning goal in Boston's 2-1 victory over Pittsburgh. The Celtics are in Dallas for a battle of MVP candidates with the Mavericks. Robert Williams is off of the injury report and is expected to play after missing last night's loss to the Thunder with left knee management. And the world is still monitoring the condition of Bill's DeMar Hamlin. Bill's announced this afternoon that Hamlin is, quote, showing signs of improvement. His agent and friend Jordan Rooney said Hamlin was still sedated, but oxygen levels have gotten better. 
I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Could this be the best deal of the offseason, Bob? Well, with his age and everything else, it's a fabulous deal, fabulous talent. I mean, he's one of the you know, probably five most talented players in all of baseball. So, yeah, and certainly, you know, the Red Sox can thump their chest and say, you know, we make it so, uh, you know, inviting here that players want to stay. They, you know, they want to sign. You know, he could have hit free agency. You know, maybe he would have made uh, $400 million. Maybe he would have got a, a Juan Soto type of uh, asking price and tried to go to 450 or 500. But he says, I want to stay in Boston. So, you know, good for him to be where he's, where he's happy. Late night. W-E-E-I, it's KJ, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. This is it, baby. The Red Sox are going to have a superstar here for at least a few more years. Raphael Devers, an 11-year, $331 million extension on top of his arbitrated deal of one year that signed yesterday. Just quick it, math, that's $350, $350 million about. Right. So, but you know, so what he gets next, what he gets next year is like seven, for this season, it's like 17 and a half and then kicks in the 33 stuff for once, once the 2024 season kicks in. That's Bob Nightingale and the, the guys at Major League Baseball Network, who I think were just absolutely flabbergasted that Carlos Baerga is the one who broke the story. <laughs> yeah, they said he's been hit and miss. Yeah, baseball's a bit weird. They definitely want to be tickled and say, it was me who told you the story first. I know, at least from a fan's perspective, if it's not reported by Jeff Passan, Pastoroni, right. those guys, like, I won't believe it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not saying that people aren't true. It's just that, let's just call it what it is. You know, like, if you heard a breaking news report about Boston sports, would you believe it more from here in the market where you have sports stations? Or would you believe it from, like, a station somewhere in, like, Duluth, Minnesota? There's nothing wrong with Duluth, Minnesota, and you might know something in Duluth, Minnesota, but you're like, I'm going to wait until I hear from like at least near ground zero of everything before everything's ha- everything happens. Now the other part of it is, do players like Bayerga, former players like Bayerga, have relationships with these guys? Where it's like, hey, I'm trusting you to get out, because now suddenly doing media is the hot thing. <laughs> in this industry, we'd be like, Gosh, just just go over to colleges and see if anybody's interested in doing this. Now everybody does it from home. <laughs> I'm a journalist like, from my kitchen. 
I'm not saying you can't you can't have some type of there's there's so much that goes on with this, and so hats off to the MLB Network guys and and really to the Red Sox. Um, you know there was there was some serious concern about you know would the team even be marketable? It's what I've been screaming from on top of Mount Everest, if you will, that hey 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 this is the Red Sox Red Sox Red Sox and you need star power. And I believe that's what this team might be being set up for now with this signing of Raphael Devers is star power. I, I think while there was an interest at one point to see could you get how low could you get it, and when you saw that even when you got it pretty low going into the 2021 season, that's te- that team still performed well. Two games away from making it to the World Series. So then I think that might have been a wake-up call. Now keep in mind, you know, sometimes the, the point of actualization thing, my mind was psychology, is where you might see something and you don't really realize it yet. And then when you finally get to that point of that realization, like today is that day, it might have hit you back in 2021 at the trade deadline that, hey, maybe I can't go. And I'm talking from a high bloom perspective that I can't go the El Cheapo route with this historic franchise, knowing that people are passionate They want to see a winner. They're now used to seeing a winner. Almost similar to kids who have been born since the Patriots dynasty. There there are kids who who don't know the Red Sox as lovable losers. So if you're talking about growing the future of the game, that future only really knows a winner or a competitor. And if you don't have that out there, and as I joked, you know, money's really scarce with Gen Z right about these days. Um, They'll find other things to do. The phone can be very entertaining for $200 a month. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Again, Raphael Devers. Extension, 11 years, $331 million. I think it's a steal for the, for, the, for the Red Sox. They got a great deal. I mean, I thought the minimum number before Judge even got his contract was going to be 35 so for Rafi to say 33 is that number, I think there's something learned where, hey, you probably could have gotten Xander uh, Bogarts um, at a better number earlier, and I don't think they wanted to let this go out further uh, than how it did with it with it did with Xander last year. All right, let's go to Joe in the car. Not a fan of the big contract, uh, but likes the move. Thanks so much for calling WEEI. You're on the air. Hey, good evening. Yeah, I can't stand the fact that this is what baseball has become that in order to sign somebody, you know, a superstar, and I, I don't take anything away from all the players out there who sign these massive contracts, they are superstars. But at the same time, the fact that you have to sign them to 11 years, 12-year deals, and, you know, half a billion dollars is insanity. But, you know, the truth is, is that out of all of them, the Bogarts and Betts, Devers definitely made the most sense to uh, – you know, to sign that contract. So, Joe, let me ask you, what would be the ideal number? Let's say not so much the years, but the actual number. What what number, let's say you, it's 11 years, what would the number be for you that would make you feel comfortable? You know, to be honest, I, I don't like the long-term contracts. I think 30, 30, 30 million in six years, I do that. But, okay. you know, the fact that you're paying, at the end of it, you think Devers is going to be any good in 11 years from now? Come on. Well, Joe, thanks so much for the call. Yeah, and that's why the Red Sox have the advantage of the no trade. There is no trade clause in this contract. So if Raphael Devers becomes 
just bat only after eight years? And you feel like, now keep in mind, you also have to think of where the money game will be in baseball eight years from now. So I can understand a person saying, like, I don't like the amount of years because, like I was just saying before, you throw a rock in the air, it's got to come down, right? So gravity is going to take its pull. But also what's going to happen is the money's going to escalate. So Raphael Devers may be an exceptional contract to hold on to eight years from now, even if he's a, you know, upper mid player by that point. At 30 mil, he might be a still because you're going to have to probably replace him with someone who's going to cost you maybe 50, 55 mil at the time. That's that's the thing about baseball. It's it's a sliding scale. I use the example of when the whole thing was going on with Xander Bogarts that think of the price of milk, right? I, I remember, I forgot, I was at someone's house. I was hanging out in Haverhill maybe about a year ago at some, somebody's house. And they told me that their family used to own a milk delivery business. Now, you have to be of a certain age to remember, like when people dropped off milk at your house, right? And I and I was fascinated because I said, while that was a critical service, at what point did you realize that the grocery store was going to run your your operations out? It, it's still milk, but they realized that, hey, if we just stock them in grocery stores, we can always keep them cold. We don't have to worry about a person not being home. The price of milk goes up because of the convenience. The convenience when it comes to baseball is the television contract. So if you don't like the money in years, you can't be mad at the players or the teams. Be mad at the networks. And I doubt you'll do that. I'm so mad at them. We've got football on later. Okay, I'll watch. Look, the networks can then pass on those costs to advertisers. Though I think they'll probably... You know, especially, you know, come Super Bowl, they'll be doing a little more vetting on some of these people buying these these, these commercials. FTX. But yeah, so that's how they pass on that cost. Now, where, prob- where, where baseball has its issues is the, are the smaller market teams, right? There's no smaller market team, small market team that could do this deal. Just because of all the internal m- monies that can be made, in the greater New England area. You've heard me joke. I think I joked about it last night or maybe Friday talking about like New England is never going to be poor. Like if you want a perspective of how rich New England is, how do you think Hollywood got funded? (laughs) Hollywood is not this 200-year-old place. (laughs) Call call your uncle on Nantucket. He's got some money. Money, 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 money. Thank you. So that's why when you when you when you're given the, the the stats and the info that the Red Sox make the most money in baseball, they charge the highest for tickets. Revenue. It, it's we're not talking about Pittsburgh and saying, "Oh boy, I hate where the jobs." <laughs> we're not in the Rust Belt. We're like, huh, "That's a fleecing of a decent man's wages." Here, it's kind of like the company's had these tickets for forty years. And we get them, and we join a pool. We get them. We pay a little bit. We get it. We get access is different for different teams. Show me the money. Yeah. So, the Red Sox are never going to be a poor franchise. It just could not go out there looking like you know the kids singing. You know, it's a hard knock life from Amy. Like, there's no hard knock life when it comes to the Red Sox. People, people include trying to go to Red Sox games on their tourist trips. In late spring and early summer, 
when they come to Boston. I mean, look at every poll about, like, you know, the best ballparks to attend. Fenway's always either one and two, them and Wrigley Field. Yeah, because Fenway is the age of either one and two. It's the, the oldest, right? So people are going to come here. I, I don't know if Fenway's older or just slightly younger than Wrigley, but Fenway is a destination. And, and, and let's put this in perspective. If you're a tourist coming to, to Boston in the summer, raise your hand. Are they paying higher hotel rates or lower hotel rates? Okay, put your hands down. You know the answer to that. So hotels, dinners, right? Because, I mean, pretty much the 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 big fast food chain, like next to it, is Wahlburgers. So it's like, it's like you're going to something that's even... A cut above, of, we just slip it at a regular old fill-in-the-blank national, international chain, grab something there real quick and go to the park. No. It's got to be some type of specialty. It's going to cost. Parking? One of the dumbest things I ever did is uh, when I first joined the company in my first inclination stage in 2017 here, I was offered, I had tickets to the game, great load seats. It was a May 4th game because I took my good friend uh, who works for the gov- who works for the government here in, in, in Massachusetts. And the GM said, hey, did you want my parking pass? I said, no, I'm good. I'll just jump on the train ticket trying to be, you know, cool. Do you want to go to the the, the suite? No, I'm good. We'll just be the two of us and everything like that. I told someone that they were like, you are an absolute fool. You turned down going to a suite. You could have had a parking pass. You turned all of that down. Access. The Red Sox. Money. Money. And by signing Devers today, I really believe now you have flexibility where you're not tied with one guy making 45, maybe 50 a year. There's a a flexibility to to now make an attempt to go over the, pay that luxury tax, go get Shohei Itani next year. The team becomes the boss team of all of baseball. Think about that team, Shohei Otani and Devers on the same roster. And Yoshida. Now, not saying that Yoshida's an all-star or anything like that, but sometimes you need a Pippin to a Jordan. And I don't know if Yoshida's going to be Pippin. I hate to cross-reference or cross-pollinate sports. But you would then have something that would be so unique and so fascinating that guess what? TV can't ignore it. TV can't ignore it. It would be the, bigger than Liverpool, it would be the property in FSG. Because Liverpool, they're not better than Manchester City. They kind of deal with Chelsea a little bit, maybe some Arsenal. In that run, they've gone through some issues, but not the biggest thing there. And don't forget the other team that was playing in John Henry's favorite ballpark. A few days ago. Well, that's fine, right? That that's really kind of helping the NHL out. Let's just be honest with it. What it is, if you can have strong ownership owning some of these teams, especially the American teams, you know that teams' checks are going to clear in ten years. Let's <laughs> just call it what it is. But the Red Sox would be the crown jewel if you have Shohei Otani, along with Raphael Devers and Yoshida, and Trevor Story, and Kiki. You, you see what I'm saying? You now have. Like a band that you could put out on the stage and be like, oh my God, I'm in love with the guitarist. I love the lead singer. You want to have that. Like the Rolling Stones, like Mick and Keith, Jimmy and, and, and Robert. 
you want to have that duo up there that says, you know what? You can go to the other side of the world and they're celebrated just as much, if not more, at the opposite time of the day. If you build a team that people are willing to get up at 8 in the morning across the country to watch Red Sox versus the Rangers, and you've got Otani and you've got Devers and Yoshida, now the other part of it is like, this is why I hate to. I mean, it feels so good. KJ, let's go ahead and set pass the collection plate or point out our sins, the pitching staff, and where does this go? And this is this is why I say, look, if you if if you feel like pitching is not going to be the premium, and you don't want to get Chris Sale burned again, because that's pretty much is what happened. You might have to start looking at guys who could give you maybe eight wins, ten wins a season, but but make sure that you're eating up innings. There's one guy that's just still floating out there that seems like the obvious choice. It's the guy you had last year, Michael Walker. But sometimes with that is when you have an opportunity to bring a person back, you no longer can control the terms. And Michael Walker is at the top of that list. Now, I would put Zach Greinke up there as well because you know he will eat up innings. I think he gave you 26 starts with the Royals. And let's just be honest, if you go 8-10 and 10 with a team that's really bad, how much better could your record be if you're getting run support, right? So you might look at a guy, you're like, oh, that guy was 8-10 and 10 on his team last year, like Johnny Cueto. Ah, he's like 8-10 and 10 and everything like that. It's like, okay, but look who he's pitching for. Somebody's good. More guys are going to be 8-10 and 10 on that team than anybody's going to be 15-7. and seven. <laughs> You know, so... If you if you know that you have run support that already exists with this team as it as it was constructed last year, and still finished as badly as you did, then the question is how do you figure out or piece together or get guys who you like? Hey, can you just give me four lights out innings? And if you get to the fifth and it gets shaky, we can make a determination. And now I'm talking in Alec Cora's mind. In the fifth inning, we can make a determination with some of these guys. That were all you just now have this pile of guys from last year that some of them can just give you one strong inning to get you to Kenley Jansen somewhere eighth, ninth. Even Matt Barnes may be your eighth inning guy. So, again, today's a good day for the Red Sox because it addressed the future, not necessarily today or this season. It hasn't. The Red Sox are probably still going to be a team that loses 85 games. Yeah, and I also still can't put it past Bloom for like waiting until now to finally sign homegrown guys. Like You could have done it when Betts was here, Bogarts, Benatendi, like, so, but all the, those but, guys. But that, but that goes into the narrative of, all right, when you had all of those guys here, I think the idea is if you, kept, if you were able to keep two, then we wouldn't be having the conversations we're having today. And most people thought the two would be probably Xander and Rafi, right? But now looking at the construct of things and where your biggest deficiency is in pitching, but at the same time, you don't want to get burned giving a frontline starter a bunch of money whose arm goes south a year, two years into a contract, right? Because pitchers, like you talk about you don't like the years. What I don't like the years are on pitchers, starting pitchers. Right, because if I need you to be my horse, I need if I need you to give me twenty eight starts a season and like almost not miss, and you give me twenty two or twenty three, or you get knocked out early and things fastball isn't there where it was at the beginning of the season. You're not getting action 
on your off-speed pitches or your or your movement pitches aren't moving the way they should. Fenway is also a tricky place, so there's a mental situation that goes on in terms of pitchers who pitch there. So you'd want to have strong-minded guys in there or someone like Bayo who's getting trained up in the ways of this might be the Tom Brady of the Red Sox coming, folks. I just believe that strongly. Right? So if you can have some veterans there while there's kind of you know the Simba in waiting, and when Simba's ready to ascend to the throne of number one pitcher, then okay, you haven't spent a whole lot of money of other guys who are filling stop gaps. You you know this is now where having a lot of ten million guys makes a lot of sense on this team. You're Justin Turner's and so forth. So now the good thing is you know that Justin Turner is not the uh, emergency insurance policy if if Devers doesn't stay. Right that that is out of the window. Maybe the question would be, can Trevor Story figure it out and play and be a part of more games? right? Because now you'd say, okay, Trevor Story, while a good deal, and let's, let's call it what he is, he's the shortstop. Are there arm issues? Can you get speed out of him? Can you get consistency and durability out of him this year? Problem with injuries is when you have them, you really never get fully healthy from them. So... That's something to keep an eye on, but if it's something that someone sees more value in Trevor's story than what the Red Sox are getting out of, then now you have a very favorable contract that you potentially can move. So Heim Bloom today gets to kiss the bully and smile in his face. The fan base has to stand up. Stand down! Stand down! You can't get at Heim Bloom today. But if he doesn't do anything about the pitching, it won't be very hard to turn that. I was going to say on. every other every other day is is up for debate, but just right, exactly. today, just today, today he gets the today win. again. Like I said, I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin with this. I will hit you over the head if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Just to say, I've laid in the high and bloom, but today's a good day for him, and I'm not going to take that away from him. And I'm glad he didn't allow Raphael Devers to get away. It's KJ Late Night, WEEI 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Would you rather more likely to either or next? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah! I should do a podcast on my music collection. KJ, late night. W E E I. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617 779 7937. Text line 37937. 
You know, I, I guess it's kind of fun to be able to walk and chew gum. In my past jobs, man, I really couldn't talk about sports the way I've always wanted to. Because right? it never really called for it. And I'm just very thankful to be able to be like all of myself. Like, okay, I won't even use a joking analogy to what that may be. But look, like I was that kid. I remember there, there's a certain generation of us who like Sports Illustrated was the greatest thing ever invented. You could find out about this is before cable was all around. And even at that time, ESPN was showing like AWA wrestling at 11 o'clock. You get these books and I would just cut them up pictures. Gretzky, 92 goals. Had had pages upon pages. I had a notebook just flipping pages, all this stuff. man. Then my mom discovered that they had this thing called the swimsuit issue that came every year. And as a young kid, I was just like, wow, I don't have to stay up to two in the morning watching Cinemax or Showtime. Then mom canceled my subscription to Sports Illustrated. I couldn't, I couldn't figure why I won't come into the house anymore. I'm like, I can't make any of these other things. Man, I had great pictures in there. The, uh, the the sudden death game with Miami and San Diego and Kellen Winslow being carried off. And that's how I, that's, that's, you know, if there's anybody young who's thinking about doing this, just know why you love this. Do not try to emulate anything you see. Be yourself. All right, let's go to the text line. 37937. What you got, Joe? We got a 413 texter who thinks that if Rafael Devers was not signed by the Red Sox, he honestly believes that the fans would have shown it by booing and not coming to games. Yeah, but they wouldn't hear the boos if you weren't at the games, right? Like it's now granted somebody's giving this guy credit at the at the Winter Classic for, you know, sign Devers to, to John Henry. If you really believe that that was what pushed him over the top at the dinner table, I doubt it. Things I'm sure were already in the works. Um, but, you know, like I think sometimes as fans, we just have to be completely honest with ourselves. If a team is already steeped in greatness, right? they're still going to have their people there. Like, I, you know, when I grew up, growing up in New Jersey, I remember the really bad Yankee teams, the, like the Jesse Barfield years when Deion Sanders was coming up. Uh, the Yankees ended up okay. You know, like, so, yeah, it might be good for a little bit, but it won't last forever. They, they, you know, I mean, I know this is the home of the ultimate revolt, right? Like, it's very hard to explain to a New Englander, like, you know, this riot may not work. Now, I know that very first one did, but keep in mind, you know, this is entertainment we're talking about, and people like their entertainment one way or the other. Um, so I understand the perspective of their fans would just be absolutely irate and disappointed with the team and try and protest in somehow, but I'm just telling you, protest wouldn't work. Trust me, as a person who comes from a protest community, I know when protests work and when they don't. All right, next one. Uh, we got an 857 <laughs> texter who's asking, does Rafael Devers signing now make Boston more attractive to free agents or potential trade options? Absolutely. Now, in terms of trade options, I don't know what you have on the menu outside of maybe Trevor Story. If you you know if if you could see that Marcelo Mayo is ready a lot sooner, and you're willing to take that risk, or you feel like there's enough bats around him that you could say, okay, this is the chance to maybe get some good money for Trevor Story. That that's something you might do. Or what if uh, like a player who was like who requested to be traded like listed his preferred destinations? Would Boston be one of those teams? Yeah, see, I wouldn't just take on any unnecessary money before I was at least a chance to make a run for the master plan. I still think that the master plan behind Bloom because what next year twenty twenty four would put him at the five year mark, right? So at the five year mark, the master plan should be like ta da, and this is what I created. 
So you don't want to do too many things that will get you off that compass. But to the initial question, absolutely, yes, this place is, is it's, I think it's awakened free agents because they're thinking, hey, Raphael Devers could have gotten a lot more. Maybe there's something going on with that organization that will make me consider them now. Maybe they have some game plan that that might be able to provide ancillary and auxiliary income for me. Maybe they've been listening to that guy late at night on WEEI's talking about international television shows for Otani and Yoshida, and those things might be done for me too. So you just don't know. But I think, yes, the team now has become very attractive again, and with Chris Sale coming off of the books next season, I think that might be a celebration day in itself. That's another Zeppelin song. Um, Now you have even more flexibility, and you can be able to expand yourself even more. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, thanks for the text. You can keep it coming, 3790-37. Of course, the telephone number here, 617-779-7937. KJ at night. It's time for... Yeah! I give you all of me. All of me on this show. You, you, you. <laughs> rather more like the two. Uh-huh. Either or I ask of you. Would you, you, you. Rather more like the two. All right, three questions. Would you rather more likely to happen than either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. KJ, first up, would you rather see future winter classics in smaller outdoor venues or in pro sports stadiums? Small outdoor venues. I, I you know. When they did it in Michigan, what was that, 2019? Like out in Lake Michigan? like What about like Lake you, Tahoe a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, Lake Tahoe. Like You, you want to give the essence of kids after Thanksgiving or Christmas getting on their skates and out on the pond. I still think you want to do that. I understand putting them in the big stadiums, but after a while, can you really see the game? It's like you're running out of options, basically. Right, right. So maybe you take it to some of these college venues you know, I, I get they it. They played are, at the University of Michigan, I think I remember. Right. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, some places you won't be able to do it. But I, I get it. There are logistics with television trucks and all these different things and the homemade ice maker and stuff like that. But I think when it starts to become very hard to see what's going on, I'm really just paying for an atmosphere and I'm not really paying for a game. And what the game really depends on is like people to be right on top of it, right? I, you almost want that game to be like, you know, come on, Patrice! He's like, we just heard Patrice Bergeron's mom. Now, I'm just saying that. I don't know if his mom's still living or anything like that. I'm not trying to be funny in that regard. But you want to have that type of intimacy with the rink. So, if they can do them in more smaller outdoor venues, that would be cool. I get why you have to do them pro stadiums because of the logistics, but I would rather see them in smaller outdoor venues. What's more likely to happen next year, KJ? The Red Sox lose 85 games or the Bruins face more than one seven-game series in the playoffs? Ooh. Ha. Ah, the Red Sox to lose 85 games this season, which I think it happened. Or the Bruins face more than one seven-game series in the playoffs? I'm going to say the Red Sox to lose 85 games this season, even though we're celebrating all this great news. I don't see the Bruins facing a Game 7 series situation anything further than, anything sooner than the semis, 
right? So I don't see it happening in an early round. I don't think they'll get pushed by this number, you know, an eight seed in an opening round. If it's the, if it's maybe if there's a game seven series, it might be in the Eastern Conference Finals. If it's against the Hurricanes, because the Hurricanes are just one of those teams that are just going to punch their way. I mean, it would be an it would be an amazing series to see. It probably may even be better than the Stanley Cup, unless the Bruins going to win the Stanley Cup. Then it would be better than that. But I think more likely to happen to rate the, the Red Sox to lose 85 games this season than the Bruins to see like two seven game series in the playoffs. All right, last All right, last up here. What is more likely to happen? What would you most like to have happen? Either have Matt Patricia remain the de facto offensive coordinator for the Pats next year, mm. or for Heim Bloom to remain chief of baseball operations for the Red Sox into 2024. Well, this has become very easy because of what's happened today. Yeah, Heim Bloom to remain chief baseball operations for the Red Sox into 2024. But if we get into 2025, does Heim Bloom stick around? Does he put his footprint on? So maybe if we're talking 2025, I think, yeah, there's no way that I could see. I could, I'll put it this way. I can see Matt Patricia still being the de facto offensive coordinator. Remember, Patriots win Sunday, and we'll talk Patriots here next hour. They're in the playoffs. And and how do you not make an argument if you're Matt Patricia say, look, I mean, yeah, the defense did everything, but still, we're a playoff team. We're, we're, we were in the same seed we were last year, almost. So, yeah, now with Heimblum, what he did today, which I didn't think he would do as early as 3 o'clock today, um, Heimblum will definitely be chief baseball operations for the Red Sox into 2024, and I think his big master plan splash may happen with that. So I, I, I like where the Red Sox sit futuristically, but as I just mentioned, they probably lose 85 games this year. So that is... Would you run? Would you know that that becomes the running but joke? Like I purposely butcher the name of the bit at the very end, just to butcher the bit at the very end. Would you rather more likely to either or? Thank you so much for hanging out on Weei. The second hour is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.